Thank you for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. I'm your host, Lily Moayeri. I've been a music journalist since 1992, and I interview a lot of music-related people. This podcast is about my experience behind the story, my experience doing the interviews, just to give you a snapshot of what it's like on the other side of the digital recorder. Pictures of Lily. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is our 10th episode. Hope everyone's keeping safe and sane, hard as that may be. Thanks to those of you who have subscribed or followed us on any of the podcast platforms. You can find us on every platform by going to pod.link slash pictures of Lily podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud and on YouTube. Wherever you're tuning in, please do rate and review if you can, if you have that option. That helps our podcast a lot. In case you missed it, we also have a playlist of all the music you hear on each episode of the podcast. That playlist is available on Spotify and on YouTube as Pictures of Lily Podcast Playlist. And it is updated with each episode. Please do follow or subscribe to the playlist as well. However you are keeping track of our podcast, we thank you for that. And if you haven't had a chance to click follow or subscribe, please take a moment to do so. In this episode, I will be talking about the interview I did with Dan Deacon for DJ Mag North America, March 2020 issue, about his album Mystic Familiar, which is his fifth studio album. Here are a few snapshots of my experience interviewing Dan Deacon. I didn't have much personal background with Dan before I interviewed him, and if his music hadn't already won me over, his personality definitely did. Dan is very friendly and very funny, and he's really good at making instant private jokes with you that he goes back to with perfect comedic timing. And he's a little self-deprecating, but it comes out in his humor. My first question to him was, why am I interviewing you for DJ Mag? He's not a DJ, and he said his music was, quote, music you're supposed to dance to, but it's not dance music, end quote, which was a great explanation. If he's booked on dance stages at festivals, he's considered the indie act. And if he's booked on stages with bands, he's considered the DJ. Dan has a graduate degree in electroacoustic and computer music composition. Besides his own albums, he has composed over 10 film scores, including Twixt, for Francis Ford Coppola. He's also written music for orchestras performed at Carnegie Hall, and he's collaborated with Justin Peck, who is the resident choreographer at the New York City Ballet, and they perform to his music at Lincoln Center. Dan has a lot of accomplishments, but he has been very candid about his mental health issues. 
He told me he used to be motivated by stress. This is what he said. I didn't know what self-care was or meditating or non-judgmental thoughts. Someone saying to me, have you tried meditating would be like someone telling me, just engage your core. My thought would be, you have to be a bodybuilder to do that. It just didn't make any sense. Meditating, that's impossible. I don't know how anyone meditates. I can't clear my head. It wasn't until someone said, it's not about clearing your head, it's about focusing on something and it's okay if you lose focus, that it clicked. I would try and fail and say, that's it, I can't do it. I would displace that energy or not recognize my anxiety and let it get the best of me and let doubt and critical or negative thinking take over. Dan told me he started to think of meditation as something you practice like instruments or music software, both of which he spent years doing before he became really good at them. He thought of himself at the start of his music producing career and how he didn't know how to do anything on the software and where he is now, eight years later, and that helped him have patience with himself and his meditation practice. Like a light in the dark. Dan also sees a cognitive behavioral therapist very regularly and plans to continue doing so indefinitely. This was his description of that experience. It makes it easier to recognize patterns and it makes it easier for me to focus on the things I want to focus on and work through them and not just put them in a drawer. The stigma needs to get removed. If people keep talking about the importance of physical health, mental health is directly tied to it. Now that I'm not beating the shit out of myself inside my head all day, it makes it easier to say, maybe I should eat better and start exercising. It's almost as if it's all connected. The world is so chaotic, the only thing I can do is change the world within me and the world around me. If my inner world is in turmoil, how can I help the outer world in turmoil? The thread through the whole interview was these cards Dan was using all four years of writing and recording the Mystic Familiar album. They're called Oblique Strategies, and they're originally created by Brian Eno and Peter Schmidt in 1975. There's a hundred or so cards in the stack, each of them with a suggestion for a creative situation, specifically for music. For example, Just Carry On or Leave the Studio. That's my snapshot of my experience interviewing Dan Deacon. If you can't get your hands on the March issue of DJ Mac North America, you can find the entire interview at picturesoflily.com. That's pictures-of-lily.com. Make sure you zoom in your browser for an easy read.
In the next episode, I will be talking about my experience interviewing two amazing artists, Mr. Cartoon and Esteban Oriol. I interviewed them for Los Angeles Magazine about LA Originals, the Netflix documentary on their lives, which is out now. From myself and my producer, director, editor, Lauren Schroeder, thanks for listening. And once again, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe or follow the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, please do so. And please rate and review. Once again, thank you for listening. Pictures of Lily.